And we welcome you inside the Sports Ethos Sacramento Kings podcast. Sam Comenti here with you alongside, as always, the incomparable and all-knowing Julian Edge. Today is a trade deadline special episode. We are one week away. It is Thursday right now as we're recording this. We are one week away, less than, I guess, if you're counting hours, uh, from the deadline, from the moves that we've been waiting for. And also simultaneously happening, happening the uh, Kings are playing the Warriors. And we are keeping an eye on that, although it's not where our focus is going to be. Jill's got it on the background of her room, though, so we'll, we'll probably yell out updates as, as, as they're happening, as Davion Mitchell hits threes. But Jill, trade deadline, it's what we've been building to. It's what we've all wanted when waiting for the moment of truth. We are going to go through and talk about what we hope can happen. Uh, what we think will happen, I should say. I just had something drop in the background and I have no idea. <laughs> just something ha- dropped in the background for you? With crap out of me. Sorry. Aaron, no, I have good. no idea what it was. <laughs> My internet is being kind of wanky. And I'll have to find I'll have to find this out once once we're done. I'll find out the ghost in your look. house. My <laughs> Wi-Fi is tripping, so I'm also having well, a I'm by myself, so I really don't know what could happen. Yeah. This is like a start of a horror movie right here. They're on a zoom and then Something happens. I can't help you. I just, I'm a witness. Uh, so we're going to talk about moves that we, in the non like serious note, we're going to talk about moves that we want to see happen, but we also like what we really think is going to happen. Um, the truth. And yeah. And then Jill is going to throw out some numbers about trade deadlines, which we were just sharing beforehand, which are all pretty nuts about the hectic day. That is deadline day. How everything just seems to usually culminate at that time. Deadlines push results. So, Jill, if you want to start there and, and talk about the, the stuff that you figured out, the research you did on trade deadlines. Yeah. Um, so I'll give kudos to uh, John um, Catterson. Um, I know we had I had talked about um, this with him and some other people online. We were talking about it that. Um, you know, we, everyone in the league, right? Like fans, everything. We all want things to happen and moves and, you know, give us something to talk about. Right. And uh, I see a lot of, you know, the, oh, Monty's, you know, sitting at home, drinking a Mai Tai, like just getting a free check, you know, nice. whatever. And yeah, and you can say he's getting a free check in the sense that the team's not winning. But um, a good reminder that 70 to 80% of trade deals don't happen until um, the day before the deadline or the day up. So essentially like 24 hours before. So going back to, um, the 17 and 18 season, there were 16 total trades. Um, 13 happened within one day of the deadline and, or the deadline itself. So 81% of the trade moves happened within 24 hours of, of the deadline. Um, year 1819 was a little bit different where it had 24 total deals and 13 happened, um, within one day of the deadline. Now he didn't say if, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know, five or six of, you know, the leftover happened two days or three days before, you know, they could have happened still close to the deadline. So 54% that year, um, in 1920, there were 17 total trades and 12 happened within um, the 24 hours of the deadline. So that was 71 percent. Uh, 2021, uh, last season, there were 22 trades total, 
16 happened within um, the 24 hour period. So 72%. So, so just from those, you know, four years, we had 16 total trades, 24 total trades, 17 total trades, 22 total trades. So 21, 22, we've had five total trades, you know, so far. So if we're going by the rest of those years, um, there was, you know, 10 plus trades that happened again um, within <laughs> the final day of, um, of the deadline. So as much as we all want things to happen, um, realize that there are deals out there, but a lot of times they're just not agreed on until the end because teams are still seeing if they can be worked into something else or if a better deal will come. So we heard this week, right after the Joe Ingle um, injury, which really sucks for him as I, I enjoy him as a, as a player oh, yeah. and as a human. Um, but um, they were saying that the Kings had a deal on the table for the jazz um, that has now been taken off because of, of that trade. So again, Monty had a deal offered. The jazz had a deal offered on their table that they just had to accept. Um, so again, Monty had a trade out there, but it was the Jazz that had to say yes, and they hadn't said yes. Now, um, and now that that injury happened, um, said that the deal is now off the table. So you're having to move away again. Um, we do know that they had been looking at Harrison Barnes. Um, we don't know if that's what that was. We don't know if that was a possible um straight up deal between the two, or if it was part of a, a maybe a three-team deal. Um, and because of that injury, the third team backed out and maybe the Kings and the Jazz can still work something out. All we know as of now is whatever that current framework of that deal was, um, has been taken off the table. So um, just again, just because something hasn't happened yet doesn't mean that people aren't out there, you know, working. <laughs> Right, right. Um, you know, we all want to make fun of things, um, but just to be, you know, realistic, throwing it out there, um, you know, that's there's many conversations, and just because something's not reported doesn't mean it's not happening. And like again, nobody had talked about that deal being on the table. We had heard that there was interest, but no one had ever said the like the Jazz has a deal on the table, right, from the Kings that's just waiting to be signed. No, we heard about it after the fact. Um, you know, and, and how many times does that happen? A lot. (laughs) So, um, and that's kind of, unfortunately for Bonnie, that's kind of his MO is it's things out of his control, (laughs) taking away, um, closing of deals. And that's another one, right? Like wasn't his fault that the jazz didn't say yes. And then Ingles got hurt. Like he did his portion of, of what he was supposed to do. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see if, uh, We'll see if, uh, you know, what happens, but just as a, you know, as a reminder that the majority of, of, of things, and, you know, we're getting, what are we at day seven? So we're getting close to that, you know, five day. And then, so, um, I think we'll start, you know, hearing more things and, uh, this guy's got to think he's cursed Jill. Like we haven't talked about that. (laughs) I think he has the worst fucking luck that he just can't get any trade. Even a simple trade with the Jazz, where it must have been some sort of you would think a reserve like wing player, younger guy that they Jazz thought they could move. Ingles gets hurt. They're like, never mind, we need him now. Um, I don't know who that is. I haven't looked at the Jazz roster in a while. I could even make a guess. But I mean, it, it's become such a pattern that you know we joke about it. But you guys, how does how does McNair feel? 
feels like I, I'm trying to do my job and nobody wants like they, they're, it's like they're messing with me. Unfortunate, unfortunate, but we know it's coming. The deadline pushes results. Uh, it does take two to tango. That's what I think about something you've said in the past about trades. Takes two to do it. Got to dance. And uh, we're almost there. Seven days. It'll fly by. Or it'll feel like an eternity when the Kings keep losing. One of the, one of the two. Uh, but we're used to the, the losing at this point. I was kind of bummed, Jill, that they actually won against the Nets. I'm kind of like a fan of the free <laughs> yeah. for all. Um, I will say I was happy in the sense that I, I wanted it for guys, you yeah. know, like Tyrese and Mitchell, the young guys where if you're going to lose and, you know, tank, whatever, you know, I mean, just, I wouldn't even say tank, you're just not good. Right. But at some point that takes a mental toll and you could already start seeing it from those guys. So you got to sprinkle some win, wins in there somewhere. So, you know, they don't completely hate everything about being here at this moment. <laughs> like, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's, and, and that's part of the thing I too, is like, we're always talking about what we think they need to do. Right. Um, but players don't care about any of that stuff. Right. They want to win. They don't, they don't, they're not fans of tanking and they're not fans of anything. Like they don't want to, they don't want to lose like, and they don't want to be jokes, which they're, you know, the jokes of everything right now. Like, yeah. No player wants to do that, especially when you've never had to experience that before and really don't know how to get out of it. Like we see that time and time again, because none of these guys have ever experienced it and none of them know how to get out of it. Um, You know, and that makes sense. (laughs) We're asking, you know, 22 year olds that have never gone through a life experience to be able to, you know, figure it out on the drop of a hat. Luckily they're getting paid. So, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, like it's, could, you know, it's fine, but on a human nature, like I feel bad for him. You don't want them to hate being here. <laughs> like, um, you know, we don't have fun watching it. So, you know, you can't imagine they would have fun. Um, especially when at some point, you know, everyone's just saying it doesn't work. Like, and you know it doesn't work. And then as a player, like there's nothing you can even do um, to stop it. Oh, I can put up a, you know, a th- what, 38 point game and it doesn't make a difference. Um, you know, like, and how many times have we said that about the focal points here, right? They can have the best games of their career and it not make a difference here at the end of the day. And that's sad. Davion said in the past, and I could be wrong, but he did make the comment that, you know, like I've never lost. He said that right at some point in the year. I remember. Oh, they like, all say it. Yeah, he yeah. said it. Uh-huh. But he, you know, just winning the national championship his final year in college. You know, I remember him saying that, and that was earlier. Much and earlier he never thought season. he would come here. <laughs> right, just like Tyrese. <laughs> yeah, I, the buttoned-up operation that is Monty McNair's fo. Just nothing leaks um, until we hear that something was supposed to happen and it didn't because until the other team leaks it out. Yeah. yeah, until, just yeah didn't exactly. happen. Until the other team wants to tell us very true. So with the deadline and with everything we're hearing now, you know, Ben Simmons is not something the Kings are pursuing. They've taken that off, uh, which I'm, jo- I'm kind of funny because now we can stop talking about it as I proceed to talk about it. So, but that's it. Now we're done unless they actually end up doing it somehow. Stop. We can put that to bed, but you know, Barnes healed, even Fox, who hasn't played, 
there are a lot of guys. I think Rashawn Holmes might even be someone that they might potentially look to move in some sort of trade if they're trying to match salaries. There gonna be a lot of turnover, realistically. So, Jill, as someone I know who's thought about this, I ask you first, what do you hope happens next Thursday, seven days from now? To me, I hope that they've actually make a decision on a road, whatever road that is. And like I always say, get on the road, pick the path. I really don't care which one you pick. Like as long as you do something to get on it, I can see if they want to make a swing and want to do it, whatever. Okay. But I also know that they have to do other things for it to work, right? Whatever. You want to sell everything off? Great. But again, do things to get on the road to accomplish (laughs) um, what it is you're trying to do. Because for so many times, we just um, do nothing, right? Right. We just sit there and do nothing. So my biggest thing is, is please just don't do nothing. What if the path they choose and they, they decide to fire sale? What if that fire sale includes Halliburton and Fox? I don't think it would include both, but what if it includes one of them? Does that bother you? Um, no, whatever at this point, right? You can't feel, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. Can't feel the connection when they suck when that, well, not, not them, but the team, when you're losing, nobody's safe. It's the rule of sports. Uh, okay. For me, I'll, I'll, I'll answer it. I guess the, uh, what I hope happens is that they're able to sell off at least Harrison Barnes, Buddy Healed, and then maybe, I mean, I'm trying to even, I'm trying to remember these guys, the guys on this team at this point who's still around. Uh, Barnes and Healed for sure. And I've said many times that I hope Barnes gets somewhere where he can compete. Healed the same way. The guy is an ultimate competitor. We don't like him anymore. We've, we've grown sour of him. However, the guy just wants to win. So get him out of here as well where he can win. And in the event that there's some blockbuster that can be centered around Fox that brings you something cool in return, I don't care about that. Don't trade Halliburton, though. Keep Halliburton. Keep Mitchell if you can. Keep working with the guys you have, the younger guys. I like, you know, Lewis King. I would love to see him actually get a real contract in play. But just get rid of the guys that aren't part of this arc that you're on now, whatever the arc right. is. But you know, Buddy's 30 almost. Barnes is almost 30. Get rid of them. If you want to get rid of Holmes too, because he's got that good deal and some team's willing to give you a first round pick for it and something else. Okay. You have a million centers. I don't mind as much as I love Rashawn Holmes. Sucky teams. Nobody's safe. You know, roll the dice a little, be aggressive. What do you actually think will happen, Jill? Um, Everything you're hearing, people you've talked to, Everything Carmichael Dave seems to say every day. Honestly, like I have no, I, I really don't know. I really don't. Um, I really don't. I, I. That's how lost we are. On I've this. heard so many different ones that I've heard both ways. I really, and why, if I was a betting person, I would not bet on any, on either one of these. Um, I'll put it that way. Sure. Because. I, I don't trust this place to not to even like change their mind, right? 24 hours out. Like I just don't, the way that, you know, this place has been run before. I just would not, I wouldn't bet on anything. 
I mean, if you could bet, I guess you could bet on them doing nothing. <laughs> um, and, and nobody actually, you know, Oops. nobody, you know, whether it's an overvalue of asset or no one wanting your pieces. Um, yeah, I, I wish I had an answer for people, but I honestly, um, I don't. That's always, you know, the tough things in life are the things you just don't have an answer for, right? And that's what we have here with the Kings is we don't have an answer for what this team's going to do, what they're going to look like in a week. And that makes it more difficult because there's so much, so many different ways it can go. And we're hearing so many different things, a lot of which contradict. And then it just makes it like, I don't know about you, but it makes it more frustrating for me as a fan. I'm just like, I wish we had some sort of definitive. It's kind of like with coaching rumors, you know, when you hear about coaching interviews and things like that, as we're seeing in football. It's like you hear someone different every day. And it's like, I don't know what to believe. There's like 19 candidates you just you just gave me, and there's no pattern here. So it's like I'm playing some sort of detective game. But I agree, Jill. I'm going to say the same thing. What do I think is going to happen? I have no fucking idea. That is being a Sacramento Kings fan in a nutshell. What can you expect? Losing, misery, and then a whole lot of I don't know. I just don't know. But he's going to be active. I think we can both agree that in one way or another, he's going to be active. Like, there's no way this roster stays. Right? Do you think so? You think there's a chance um, he doesn't do anything? Yeah, there's always a chance. Yeah. Man, I can't even imagine. Like, they might just burn the arena to the ground if that happens. If you just don't do anything. But I guess, that, I guess it's, Yeah. I mean, expect the unexpected, I suppose. Um, for other teams in the NBA, other teams that you enjoy and, you know, that you've been watching, like the Cavaliers or something like that, are there players that you think teams that are up and coming, uh, Grizzlies are another one, players that they should try and target as clear buyers in this market? Kind of putting you on the spot with that. I mean, I still think any contender. Um, you still think any it's, contender. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Nets now. With uh, there was a report that just came out with Joe Harris, um, possibly needing another second scope or something. Mm. I mean, whatever it is something. that's going on with him, right? Um. And I know people on the East Coast have brought up the Kings um, and a possible third team try, trying to move that way. Um, yeah, uh, I, any contender. I mean, the Lakers obviously want to be, but I don't. They don't really have anything to be. So that would depend on other teams helping them out. Um, I will still. I'm still interested to see what happens with Philadelphia. Um, and where they, you know, sit, um, I'm really curious to see what Memphis does. They have, I mean, they only have, they have like less than five guys that are not, um, like under the age of 23 and they're like the third best team right now. Um, they have a lot of young pieces they could move, but they have such good vibes right now. I don't know if you'd even want to mess with it and, and maybe ride this out this year and then go to something maybe in the off season. Um, because the way they're playing and, and, and vibing together, I almost wouldn't even want to, to touch that. 
Sure. Um, there's a good, there's a good argument made for that. You know, I think, you know, there's something to be said for that. Um, you know, we've, we've seen what can happen there. And, and even if it's the smallest person, it can, it can affect, right. It, yeah. it can affect a vibe in a locker room and, um, especially with young guys. And, uh, so I just don't know if I do anything there. Um, the sons, I would assume that they're going to be, you know, I know they've been, uh, talked about when it comes to, uh, Eric Gordon, you know, trying to get another shooter over there with them. Cause they're playing so well, are the jazz going to be able to come back from, you know, they got to replace angles. Um, can they, do they have the assets to do it? Cause I don't think they actually have their next year's first round pick if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, it's, you have a handful that with the year playing out, like it is, it's just, it's anybody's game. Um, that I think there could be people that surprise us too. I mean, it's, um, you know, no one's talking about Dallas that, they've actually, you know, kind of turned a corner, but they've been dealing with a lot of injuries again. So can they, you know, find someone to take on a hurt, maybe TH, um, uh, Hardaway, uh, junior. Um, I, I don't know. Um, that was unfortunate for him. And then, you know, Porzingis and and Luca have been out on and off with their, um, ankle and and knee injuries and things like that. So, um, I, I do think the one cool thing about this year is, um, Yes, Jill. I think there's a lot of teams that are competitive this year. If you really look at the standings, teams that either are legitimately threats or teams that could make the argument that they're threats. Of course, that comes when you add 10 to a playoff bracket instead of just the eight. So you look in the East, Chicago, Miami, Philadelphia, top of the conference. Actually, really, one through five, they all have like the same record. So they're all within a game and a half of one another, Cleveland being one of them, which is crazy. And then Atlanta is starting to find a little bit of their mojo. Eight, eight of their last 10 that they've won. Boston, same thing. Both those guys finding that rhythm. They were going to probably look to be aggressive. Uh, Charlotte, interesting team. Not really sure what they're going to do. They had, I think, higher hopes coming in than what they've actually put on the court. Although they're four games above 500. And then the West is such a crapshoot seven through. Actually, I mean, shit. It's like five through 10. They're all, I mean, no one knows. Phoenix, Golden State, Memphis, and Utah are all locked in at that top four. So a lot of battling left to be done. And that makes it either incredibly like, you can look at it like this, with this much, this little room between some of these teams, there's either going to be a lot of trades to try and create a separation, or there's going to be like no trades because these teams are all going to start thinking, I want to stay where I am. I want to stick with what I have. And then it's just a dull deadline. And then the Kings, of course, on the side, just you know, causing chaos, causing all the attention to come to them because they're making a bunch of trades. But one week away, noon Eastern, or excuse me, noon our time, three o'clock Eastern time, we'll have the answers we need. And we'll probably hop on and do an episode Thursday, kind of recap everything that's happened. Hopefully the new look, Sacramento Kings. Uh, Right now, speaking of which, Jill, they're getting their ass beat, are they not? Um, I would, I'm going to venture. I can't see your TV. I'm going to assume uh, that 6238. Yeah. I'm going to, Oh, so it's not even on the TV. You're just looking at it. Yeah. That's eh, not surprising. It's the warriors and they're the Kings and they're all ready to move. But 
really, I think that's all we have. Unless Jill, you have something else on, for this episode. We just wanted to touch base, talk about the trades, make you guys not forget about us just yet. Now, I mean, it, when the team sucks, unfortunately how- it is what it is guys. And hopefully we'll have something to, yeah. Um, you know, to, uh, you know, to, to, to talk about, like, hopefully there will be a, a change that, you know, gives, um, you know, that gives everyone some new life as, as a fan. That's all we want. Um, you know, and, one good young player. And, and I know you, um, it's, um, you know, I'll go back to the Lou key, Lou Lewis King thing. Like that's a guy I would like to put development in. So, um, mm-hmm. even if you have to, you know, like that, I just buy out Tristan and give him Tristan's, you know, roster pot. Like there are things where I, I wouldn't risk losing, um, what a 22, 23 year old, um, oh. wing that you've put two years into. I, I would keep, keep working on that. So, um, just whatever he does, please be smart. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a concerned parent. Um, just please be smart. That's all I ask. Don't do something stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's. A lot yeah. to be decided. And Monty McNair will decide it soon. And then we can all take a breath. Or yeah. just never stop talking about it, which is what we're going to do. Especially if there's, I know, I just know deep down there's going to be something just absolutely crazy and nuts that we were not expecting is going to happen. Like Fox gets traded. And then, oh man, I can't wait if that happens. Because the media, everyone on Twitter, it's going to be like, the, you know, it's going to be, I keep saying chaos because that's, a, that, that's the best word. And I revel in chaos. Chaos is fun. But until that happens, thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back hopefully before Thursday, if not Thursday, to recap the deadline. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. And uh, if you can, don't watch the Sacramento Kings. Do something else. Finish Ozark. I need to finish Ozark. (laughs) All right. Slater, dudes.